Rangers and residents of Panorama City, welcome to the Sentai Truther Club. I am your host, Grav, and with me is my favorite co-host, Kennedy. Hey. How you doing, Hi. Sam? I'm so ready for this. I'm Are so... you in mega mode for this? I'm I'm in mega mode. Um I got black spandex on under everything. You can't see it. But it's... you need to know it's there, even if you don't really see it. It's the return with the V of Power Rangers. That's right. So uh, we took a slight break as as the Sentai Truther Club uh, from our normal schedule. We didn't stop making content, though, because we're not like that. So uh, we just hustled on like maniacs and we watched a bunch of other Sentai and Tokusatsu that wasn't Power Rangers and reviewed some other stuff. And it was fun overall, although a lot of the stuff that we watched was actually kind of bad. Uh, we did find a couple of gems. Common Teacher especially stands out to me as something that I'm going to be thinking about for a long time and probably re-watching at some point. Uh, Common Teacher is one of those shows that Kennedy can hold over my head about. Because it was a Kennedy suggestion where I was flipping through episode one and I was just like, I don't know about this. It don't look that great. But in retrospect, like, considering how bad... Like how like what is the like we've seen the floor, right? Like we've seen oh. the crater beneath the floor of Tokyo. Terrible. Terrible. So like if the we've depth. seen stuff that bad outside of Power Rangers, like surely whatever Neo Saban's got stored up for us can't be worse. And you know, when we watched Power Rangers Operation Overdrive with Fredo. Fredo was like, oh, you got to bring, you got to bring Thez, Rob Thez along. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll reach out. I'll reach out. If Power Rangers Operation Overdrive was so good, how come they didn't make a second one? Well, (laughs) guess what? (laughs) They did. I've got Power Rangers Samurai with Rob Thez for the intro episode. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Rob Thez, to... The Truther Club. Hello, I'm the retainer of the Sheba family. My name is Rob. Hello. <laughs> or Fez, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> Thank you for having me on this episode to talk about one of the worst Power Rangers series ever. <laughs> great to have you on. God. I'm so glad that you're enthusiastic to talk about this with us because oh, yeah. honestly, if you'd messaged us and just been like, I hate you, I don't want to speak to you again. Please block me on all social media. I would have understood because Power Rangers Samurai is not good, folks. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. And it's funny because uh, I I stay on the periphery, the outskirts of the like the Power Rangers fandom, and uh, some of them really like Samurai, and I don't understand why. <laughs> I just don't understand why, because it's it's not very good. It's because it's the first Power Rangers theme song that lets uh, white people pronounce things with a hard R. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, let's just have the reminder that, you know, this is the Neo Saban era. So Disney had owned the Power Rangers for a while after buying it from Saban, uh, produced quite a few seasons. 
They knew they were canceling the show before RPM, which is why RPM is so wild. Then there's a break, two-year gap, and then Saban has the rights to the show again and is making this, Power Rangers Samurai. This is his big return. You know, Saban was famously critical of Disney's handling of the franchise and wanted to prove something. Well, here we are. So, Rob, what's your experience with the Power Rangers in general, though, before we talk about these? Well, uh, (laughs) I I have been a fan since I was like, I'm 34 now, and I've been a fan since like it came out in whatever the, wherever it came out in the UK in 93 or 94. Um, uh, They used to show, I didn't have any kind of like cable or satellite television as a kid. I just had kind of analog over the air channels and there were four in the uk at the time and uh so they would play power rangers in seven minute segments on one of the kind of morning tv shows uh and so i'd be having my breakfast and i'd be watching you know these three seven minute segments to watch an entire episode of power rangers for no particular reason i don't know why they did that um and uh i just kind of stuck with it i really enjoyed it um i think it moved to like better uh, a better time slot so i got to watch a bit more of it and uh yeah i watched it all the way up to like uh zeo i believe originally and uh but i still sort of like checked in every now and then thought it looked kind of cool liked in space uh mm-hmm. quite liked time uh, time force and uh then around the time of um ninja storm i kind of really got back into it and uh kind of watched the whole stuff the whole the whole se- series from beginning to end because they would air like four episodes a night on uh, Jetix UK, which I think you had Jetix back in the day as well, but there's no Jetix. We did, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's like, you know, that was, was that Fox Kids perhaps like related to that? Either way, so that's how I watched it. Oh and God. then like, uh, again, I'm, I kind of took a few years off and then I caught all the way back up. And I've basically, I mean, I haven't watched any of the current series, Dino Fury, but I'm on the tail end of Beast Morphers season two at the moment. And I've seen like, every episode of power rangers up to then and watched all three films i suppose and yeah so i've got a big power rangers history uh and i've also been watching super sentai for the past 10 years as well so uh i know far too much about you know rainbow spandexed superheroes from japan so yeah but no it, it, i've always loved them always thought they were cool uh i i live my life uh like i'm you can you can see me on camera now and i'm not actually wearing red but generally when i go out to see people i like to dress as if Sordon's about to call me up to be a red ranger um <laughs> you know that, 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 that that's my aesthetic mainly um and for a while i like 3d printed a thing for my smartwatch to make it look like i had a almost like the quantum ranger morpher from time force <laughs> on the oh, that's time, cool. so, uh, yeah yeah um excellent choice t- Kino. yeah so that's that's my ridiculously painful nerdy history in uh in power rangers and sentai and i've, I've watched a lot a lot of power rangers or most of it and i'm getting through super sentai like i've been buying those shout factory dvd sets because they're pretty good um shouldn't have any movies on them but whatever um and uh yeah so yeah again for my numerous sins as i think i mentioned before <laughs> we started recording uh i, I did watch samurai you know, years ago, but I guess we we're about. Um, I watched some more again, along with <laughs> a bit of Shinkenja because I'm actually watched Shinkenja. I know a lot of the Super Sentai fans really love Shinkenja, so I'm hopefully, hopefully, not going to upset them with some of the things I want to say about Shinkenja <laughs> as well. During we, uh, we do podcast. plan on watching it. We're pretty yeah. much gonna every like bad Saban season. We're we're gonna watch the uh, yeah, God, the, the Japanese oh. counterpart for sure. Yeah. 
I actually haven't watched Ghost Sager. I've heard it's quite good about you know the the, the card playing angels, which always sounded fun funny to me. Uh. <laughs> That's oddly enough kind of underrated. I found at least yeah. on like the dark quarters of the web, just because you don't yeah. find as much like how should we say uh, support for it publicly speaking. I um, think as compared because... to like Go Kiger and the other ones, which is interesting. I think that's also because a lot of a lot of people got into Sentai along with me, like around the time of Akiba Ranger and Go Kaija. So like Go Sager was the one before that, so they never kind of really went back to it. And perhaps they saw bits of it with the crossover movie and were like, eh, whatever. Um and uh, yeah, I think even you know, even compared to like Go Busters, it like didn't get so much like post series shout outs or sequels or whatever anyway so uh it, it seems like it was almost forgotten by like everyone including um toey and saban and stuff <laughs> gotcha mm. yeah uh well i'm glad to have some like informed toku enthusiast to appreciate some of the kino that is uh power rangers samurai oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh definitely I was, I was helps digest you uh mentioned ninja storm yeah was the season that got you back into it that's actually one of my favorite seasons i love it i love it it's so fun it's just a comfy fun silly series i love uh i've forgotten his name already the bad guy who was the same actor as the guinea pig sensei um and uh is it, was it low low something Listen, low? this guy's literally calling him the same kind of I was always like guinea pig sensei. The theme song is like terrible but great at the same time. And yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just it's just really fun. And like also I I love how it started the um kind of Disney era of oh everything has got to have extreme sports somewhere in it as well. Mm-hmm. And they were gonna really <laughs> really let into that with Ninja Storm. Uh, but did you you know obviously it was with Disney, did you know that you could like meet the Power Rangers at like MGM Studios in Disney World, like for a brief time when Disney owned Power Rangers? And I'm so upset that I missed that. Like, you know, uh, not uh, being able to meet uh, like, man, you know, I probably <laughs> went to Disney World around that time too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, I could I could meet the White Diamond Thunder <laughs> and um, Operation Overdrive Yellow, and uh, I think probably a Mystic Force character as well. Oh man, that would have been hog <laughs> for the Mystic Force for sure. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely noticed as I've gotten older, I dress more like a Power Ranger too. I've <laughs> I've noticed I've worn blue a lot more than I normally would. Absolutely, <laughs> since well, before doing this podcast. <laughs> you could tell me that all five samurai rangers were going to be somewhere down the block and I would still consider whether or not it was worth my time to be honest. <laughs> let's let's talk about why that is. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So we watched Boy. Origins, the two-part premiere of Power Rangers Samurai. Is it really two parts? Uh, yeah, I was thinking I that. Like, yes, maybe <laughs> it's it's labeled as such, and so is the Shinkenja first two episodes. But neither of them have much of like a plot thread running through them. So <laughs> I have no idea why this is a two parter. Because no. yeah, I well, I don't want to spoil it yet, but no. yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Um, so part one opens up with uh. This kid is like playing in the city and he finds what's called a gap, which is just like a scary crack in the wall somewhere. Um, And out of that scary crack comes monsters that are called, and I'm only going to say this once because this word makes me uncomfortable. Moogers. 
just really feels like when people are on Twitter, like, let's make up new slurs. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like a very 90s word. Like, Mm. if you put this in, like, 90s Power Rangers, you'd be like, yeah, it's like boogers because it's like gross out humor from back then, you know? Yeah. 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 I don't know why. I hate this word. It just sounds awful. All the mook names from the Neo Saban era and even Hasbro stuff have been really weird, like Vivix and Moogers and uh, there were weird names for the ones in um, Mega Force as well, but I've already forgotten what they were. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 off to an odd start already. So <laughs> these these monsters come out and uh, they're gonna attack this kid maybe or something, but lo and behold, there's uh, this, like, ancient samurai mentor guy from the past that has stepped into now or something along those lines is the vibe that they want you to have. Mm. And then, uh, also, um, Dollar Store Zac Efron is here. <laughs> and, and he's the Red Ranger. And everything about even this opening sequence and also everything that comes after is painfully self-aware to the point of cringe. Mm. I want to point out that this exact sequence is a shot-for-shot remake of the um, first sequence in Shinkenja. As is most of the episode, they're like, they're trying to shot-for-shot remake it as closely as possible. You know, someone throws a smoke bomb. You don't actually see the Red Ranger's human face. Uh, He kind of transforms or morphs like in the cloud. And then they, he fights the um, <clears throat> the mooks. Well, let's, let's call them mooks. Let's not call them by their their real name because that's a better name. Yeah, uh, w- with the theme tune, with the theme tune playing behind him. Um, I mean, okay, short. Sure, yes, he's used. They're using the action footage from Shinkenja, but like the exact set, same setup and the exact same kind of like musical interlude for the fight is like, oh, okay, interesting. <laughs> it's fun to know that it's this lazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. It's like someone was like, instead of doing storyboards, let's just like print out screens from that one Shinkendra episode that we were adapting and we'll just copy that shot and for shot. every moment, they're just like emphasizing, like the Red Ranger will just be like, I'm the Red Ranger. I'm going <laughs> to beat you because I'm the Red Ranger. Like the dialogue I've... is pretty trashy from the beginning. Although I will say I wasn't totally, it didn't, hadn't totally lost me by this point. Early mm. on, I was kind of like, eh, this is maybe like a six or a seven, even if it like kind of shapes up. But uh, that changes as it goes. But at this point, I'm still like, eh, this might work. <laughs> it's because they uh, persuaded you to keep watching with that early action sequence. They're like, forget mm-hmm. the dialogue, fuck the dialogue. Watch Red Rangers start slashing up some people. Which would be cool, but I noticed there was a distinct lack of like CGI to make it look cool. So like it just appeared kind of dull to me. So I was just like, eh, it's whatever, you know. Also, this has this problem where we're in the early era of like HD adoption for mainstream television. And people haven't entirely learned how to work with it yet. And a lot of the stuff looks cheap because you <laughs> see it so clearly. Yeah. Like a lot of the props look cheaper, a lot of the sets look cheaper. And so even in this fight, that stuff this suffered from that a little bit because like for instance, like the sword power up coin thing looks like the goofiest, flimsiest piece of like 
plastic. Rubber or plastic, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's weird because I think if uh, some of the um, Sentai stuff from the past previous uh, past few years, like in the noughties, like you could definitely tell the special effects were very kind of low rent. Like in, like they would just like freeze frame and like rotoscope over it, even like. Uh, you know, in in the mid to late noughties. and I guess they were still doing that for Samurai, and they were like, "Oh, uh, Shinkanjo, sorry," and we're like, "Oh no, we have to perhaps <laughs> get a bit better, and uh, you know, pay that Adobe After Effects license, and uh, and get some slightly better effects going in our, you know, I mean, it is a weekly kids TV show, so I, I understand, but also like, it's it's a lot better now. Like even by the time of like um, Kyoyuja, which was three years later. Um, like there's, the there's also really no excuse for the American version. Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, like, like we can we can shit on Shikenger as much as we want. Yeah. Um, here, I'm not we saying that should. we can't. <laughs> but, but, uh, the American version just like it feels like, and, and we Kennedy and I have watched, uh, Japanese Toku. You yeah. Know? Like it's not new to us. Sure, so, sure, sure. So we understand that like Japanese culture is much different to watch. And sometimes it could be a bit jarring. Like I I know common teacher was jarring quite a bit. uh, And it's just like a culture differences. That's a good example. I think zero common writer zero one, which, you know, we'll Mm. eventually get to is is another one too. In this case, it just felt like I hate Google translate and tried to make a story out of it. (laughs) Yeah, It, it really is. Um, and uh, and because they Google translated it, they kind of lost a bit of the nuance of the show. They they they, they kind of like dumbed it down even further than how it was. Because I mean, uh, Jaden Sheba is just this. Oh yes, I am the Red Ranger. Even though he's like a white guy um, who apparently is the leader of uh, this <laughs> ancient samurai order, and it's like, oh okay. Uh, and apparently, so it was his dad. He's the descendant and, uh... of Tom Cruise from that one movie. <laughs> yeah, the last, <laughs> the last samurai. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and people have like mentioned before that, like you know, back at the time, people were like, oh, that's a bit racist. But now, people are like, no, that's kind of definitely racist. Especially when you think about kind of the history of uh, East Asian people on the West Coast and how their lands and stuff were stolen during World War Two and internment and stuff, and. Uh, don't well, want to get too heavy, but uh, you know. <laughs> and also when there's no real addressing of it, that really makes it just maximum appropriation. Like this white kid just gets to own the idea of samurai culture. Yeah, in the realm of this show, with no explanation whatsoever. Whereas you compare to like Jungle Fury had like appropriative elements, but they tried mm. to kind of explain that like. You know, the Pai Shua school is like an international mm. school of martial arts that's been around for a long time. And it's not, it doesn't just belong. To protect one chest. You know, like, <laughs> like, like at least they tried. But yeah. here it's just like, there's not even an attempt, at least in this intro, to really make sense of it. It's just like yeah. dollar store Zac Efron <laughs> is the world's greatest samurai. Fuck you. Uh, fuck culture fuck everything yeah. <laughs> yeah i think to me even if you take out the appropriative parts of it to me it just feels like business marketing decision yeah it doesn't feel like a genuine decision you know like, it, like- it, there doesn't seem to be that same sincerity it just more or less seems to be aping whatever it is 
as like a theme for the seat for the for that year's right. Power Rangers, right? Mm. And it's it's weird because even I'm even up to this day, I believe there's only been one uh, East Asian Red Ranger, and I and back to Ninja Storm that was Shane, who was uh, Malaysian, I believe, um, Pua Makasiva. Great Red is. Ranger, yeah, one of my favorites, absolutely. Um, and um, to not have <laughs> an East Asian guy uh, at all, like over Japanese guy uh, as the Red Ranger here, it is wild. Again, they didn't have it for Ninja Steel, but they kind of talked around that a bit, so less appropriate like Jungle Fury, but still, for, for this one, it needed to be someone who was East Asian, and they really dropped the ball, and then they had, yeah, Dollar Store Zac Efron, who apparently is a good actor. You can't tell from Samurai, though, um, and because uh, he just <laughs> does these line reads, which are like, Yes, I am the Red Samurai Power Ranger. And I've heard that perhaps that was the director that asked um, kind of him and some of the other characters to just not have much <laughs> emotion in their voice. But also it's like, <laughs> really? Really? Is that the kind of director? Really? <laughs> what kind of director wants someone to be like, oh, look, Emily is over there. Or oh, we'll get to that next episode. But um, yeah. <laughs> God, terrible. Yeah, at, at its best, the Power Rangers kind of feels like, and like, I mean, they really emphasize this in the original seasons a couple of times. Like, at its best, it kind of feels like this sort of, you know, international team of like a variety of people mm. kind of coming together. And it could, can still be kind of appropriative and assimilative, but at least there's like some wholesomeness to that. You just mm. don't have that here. No. That's the difference for me. <laughs> this is like those corporate drawings on the wall. <laughs> Everybody's like just as bland as that. You know what I'm saying? It's it's very. Oh, we're gonna need a stock photo. We need plenty. We need an, enough an ethnic um, variety to make it look, uh, you know, like like we're woke or whatever. And it's like, yeah. Mm. And this I mean, is... to be honest, like. Power Rangers does push for that, and on the one hand, I, I feel like it's good that they did, especially in the early '90s. But also, like, they need to do a bit better casting uh, than a white guy as the head of a uh, ancient samurai family. <laughs> so, Here, here's my yeah. here's my part of it, right? Like, mm. it's the difference between tokenization and like actual like representation, mm. you know? So, like, if you cast an ethnically diverse, um set of characters cool hmm. do something with that have yeah. <laughs> some sort of character development that correlates to their ethnicity otherwise what is the purpose outside of like what then if that's not going to be the case then what are you using those uh ethnically diverse set of characters True. for yeah yeah what, what narrative are you trying to push then exactly exactly and that's no, the vibe that's, that's here. true, and that's fair. Especially now, like in the '90s, perhaps they could get away with all. Oh, you know, there is no Southeast Asian Yellow Ranger on TV. Yeah, there's no precedent Ranger. as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe she shouldn't have been the Yellow Ranger. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, but now I think it's it's, it's different, and they yeah. Uh, I feel like I don't know. Like Beast Morphers seems a bit better. Uh, like the characters are definitely like because uh, the Red Ranger is, is black, and his dad is the mayor and black, and they have a 
uh, interesting relationship uh and he's definitely like he's not like i mean like you know zach was definitely like a, yeah he was very much into black culture and in, in the original power rangers and so is this uh the beast morphers red i've forgotten his name already um and ravi the blue ranger he's um south asian and um he has sort of like a uh his mother um is like the leader of the of, of the base and like is like oh you know she's got expectations for me so they kind of play with it a bit so i guess now with in the hasbro era they're perhaps doing a little bit better no idea how dino fury is going i know the uh pink ranger whoever played her turned out like she was like weirdly racist in her teens and that got into trouble a bit or something weird like that like people found okay. tweets of her being <laughs> really racist and that was that was a thing so uh yeah <laughs> It also has the first LGBTQ uh, yes! ranger. Yeah, too. she's cool. She's cool. She has a girlfriend as well. So, uh, and uh, I mean, uh, and the whole thing of her like ripping off her skirt, I thought was quite quite cool. Especially kind of you know, they're adapting a Sentai where the Green Ranger wasn't a girl, so uh, they had to uh, had to ex explain that somehow. Even though they never explained it with the previous <laughs> the previous uh, Lady Rangers that did not have a skirt, but uh, whatever. Uh, it's still a cool moment. Yeah, I think. like Mystic Force. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So sorry, yes, Power Rangers Samurai. Yeah, Power Rangers Samurai is everything so of what we just talked about. Not anything else. <laughs> <laughs> everything that we just talked about was vastly more interesting than what happened in this episode. Yeah, I think I think that's the problem with this fucking that's show. The problem. <laughs> so uh, after this, we get like a brief introduction to the bad guys, and the villains this season are like so boring. I can't. I, I like just I start disassociating when the villains come on screen <laughs> and anybody who listens to the Sentai Truther Club knows that that's a wild thing for me to say because I love the villains. Mm -hmm. I watch this show for the villains sometimes. <laughs> But like these villains are so bland and weird and no. Okay, like, okay. No. The main villains are bad, terribly written as well, right? But the villains of the week have these one-liners. <laughs> really well, there's, <laughs> like, there's a lot of amazing. There's a going on. The one in the first episode was like, here comes the lame Power Rangers. And I was like, got him. And Kennedy's response was, come on. <laughs> Turns out it was deserved. <laughs> you Power Rangers are so cringe. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Quick look, these Rangers are posting cringe. <laughs> yeah, so Master Zandred is this guy. He has a boat. He's like an evil pirate monster thing. Mm. Whatever. Um, he has some minions. They're whatever. They are like they they take a really long time in one scene to just be like, yeah, let's beat up the Power Rangers. <laughs> and once again, really self aware. I'm not exaggerating this. They're really like. Yeah, let's go fight the Power Rangers. There's no, like, oh, we're trying to get the Ruby of Chaos <laughs> that's held in the mayor's mansion and the Power Rangers stand in our way. They're just like, we're going to fight the Power Rangers. <laughs> and they take a really long time to explain that. Just like I took a really long time to explain that. Like... <laughs> It'd be one thing if they were just this all happened in like one minute and they're just like, fuck it, let's fight the Power Rangers. You could just move on from that. But instead, they're like, 
Yes, we are the baddest things that have ever been bad, and we need you to know, and really go on. Oh, and don't forget that uh, Zandred has to drink his uh, <clears throat> medicine. Yes. Um, which suspiciously <laughs> looks like sake. <laughs> <laughs> I like the pirate aesthetic of the villain. It's cool. I assume it's based on some kind of Japanese like monster thing, but I actually don't know much about it, unfortunately. It's okay, but like we've seen pirate monsters so many times mm. in Sentai that like you gotta step it up a little at this point, especially. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so also back to the Power Rangers themselves. Mm -hmm. There's more Power Rangers. There's four more. Yeah, they get the Mission Impossible style call outs. Let's go. <laughs> one, two, three, four turtles. There's no one better. Kind of poorly explained. <laughs> but I guess these kids all grew up in like a cult or something <laughs> and have been like waiting for the signal to come so that they can go. Uh, join l ron hubbard in the spaceship or something i don't really yeah. know and uh the whole the vibe is off okay um but there's these four people that have been waiting for the signal to be samurai warriors these rangers are introduced in ways that are sort of meant to tell you something about them but it's pretty ham-fisted so like blue ranger is that a swim meet Green Ranger plays video game. Um, Yellow Ranger is a lady. <laughs> and Pink Ranger is different lady. Yeah. I'm, and once I'm again... not trying to sound insensitive. This is how the show presents it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, and once again, I want to iterate how closely they're following the first episode of Shinkenja here. Apart from instead of Shinken Blue being a swimmer, He's a kabuki actor, and his dad is like, oh, yes, uh, do your best tonight's performance. This will probably be your last kabuki thing, whereas uh, Kevin's dad is like, do your best at tonight's swim meet. This will be last your last swim thing. Uh, and Kevin's dad um, is possibly one of the worst actors in this episode, and that's saying quite a lot about the Same actors in this thing. episode. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so like Yellow Ranger literally is like a horse girl. She's a horse girl. She has a flute. She's in the countryside, I guess. She's That's her deal. Food. There's chickens. There's yeah. horses. That's it. Apparently, that's her deal. She's yeah. like a rich fail daughter or something. <laughs> um, and then Pink Ranger like works with kids. It's like okay, yeah. let's just let's just reach for some really low hanging. What do women be like? Sometimes <laughs> Saban and I've met a woman. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Well, uh, <laughs> why wait until we get to the next episode where, um, is it May the Pink Ranger? And uh, how she describes what she wants her life to be. And it's like, mm, okay, wow, that's great. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a Mia, I think. Mia. Oh, sorry. Did I say Matt? Yeah, yeah Mia. Sorry. And uh, that's when we cut back to the uh, Shiba compound where yes. Master G uh, comes out. Red house. Ranger talks like he's reading from like cucumbers. He's been brainwashed, yeah, his whole life. 
into uh, believing my, that he's the chosen one <laughs> that's going to save us all. My note here is Jaden is acting, uh, and I have this note for similar performances <laughs> throughout my throughout the next two episodes. Um, yeah, Jaden like is like that. Yeah. He thought he thought Breaking Benjamin were was talking about him. <laughs> you know, like he was in Halo too. <laughs> Damn. Takaroshiba, who is his counterpart in Shinkenja, is a little bit different from Jaden in that uh, he's like, he doesn't want people to kind of join him in this because he's like, well, I don't want to bother them. This is kind of like my mission. Um, you know, I want them to live their lives. Uh, and the Master G equivalent, I can't remember his name, but it's basically the same guy, is like, oh, you know, but, you know, it's going to be more of them now. And I guess apparently now is when the more powerful Nylocks and the um, the big bad monster kind of appears. Um, and so you sh they shoot arrows out to uh, summon <laughs> the rest of the um, uh, uh, the Power Rangers. Yeah, whereas here, G is just like, there's going to be some other Power Rangers, and Jaden's <laughs> like, well, I'm not sure I want a team, and sticks his hands in his pocket and kicks some rocks <laughs> and looks grumpy for a second, and then yeah. G's like, but you could have a team. And then he's like, yeah, okay. It's like, it's like a, like a six-year-old. Yeah, you know, that like you're like you're like, hey, do you want to go to the zoo today? And he's like, I'm bored of the zoo. And then four minutes later, you're like, well, I guess we're not going to the zoo. And he's like, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Actually, I super want to go to the zoo. Like, <laughs> that's that's Jaden in this scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and like, I'm not saying that Shinkendra is deep, uh, but like they added like extra bit of nuance to the characters, and so they have a bit of conflict over the first three episodes. And they just sort of erased it by having Jaden Beach being, oh yeah, sure, I guess I'll have a team. I'm an affable guy who's probably reading off cue cards. <laughs> Has never seen a script. <laughs> I refuse to read the script. I'll come up on set. You feed me my lines. <laughs> so yeah, these arrows get shot landing improbably close to the rangers no matter where they are. And they're off to Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah. They all like arrive at this place where a battle is happening. Like they don't even go to like a headquarters for their first thing. They just go to a place where a battle is happening. Yeah. They just know this for some again, self-aware and also it's it's this is like a fanfic. <laughs> like or it's like on Star Trek when they're in the holodecks and they know <laughs> what's going to happen like Oh, yeah. it's time to shoot down the Red Baron, you know, <laughs> ha ha ha, like, it's like that, like, the Rangers seem to just fully understand everything that is coming, and they have no questions, they don't need anything explained to them, it's really weird. <laughs> Saban's gamer nephew just graduated out of high school, <laughs> and was like, hey... I would love to be able to direct a Power Rangers season. Oh, yeah. And he goes, hell yeah, let's go. Buys <laughs> it out from Disney. <laughs> Send you to New Zealand. We'll, uh, start, we'll start production straight away. <laughs> like, imagine if, like, some 2008 YouTube stars like Ray William Johnson and Smosh, <laughs> like, got together and they were like, "Hey, let's let's do a Power Rangers." <laughs> it would be like this. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like Netflix movie actors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You, um, unfortunately, it's Netflix movie actors, but without that one or two big star to kind of try and elevate the uh, <laughs> the rest of the cast. They're all the kind of the, the C-tier actors they get to support them. Um, no, this is like Tall Girl. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, this is like one of those Netflix shows that you don't even hear like a peep about before it comes (laughs) out, and then it just comes out one day, and it's just like, oh, Ham Hotel. I I guess. Uh... (laughs) Is that a real thing, or did you just create a great name for a great Netflix show? It just sounds like it could be a C tier Netflix show. (laughs) It's just a docu series about like a, a disgraced. Um, kind of like pork, uh, <laughs> pork company. Uh, Somebody's gonna make a podcast almost thirty years later and be like, "Actually, Ham Hotel, good, good show, <laughs> <laughs> underrated gem." Netflix, call me. Let's make, let's make yeah. Ham Hotel. Let's do that. Uh, Ham Hotel uh, is a bit, a bit haram though. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but we, you you missed out one of the most important points of them coming together Ooh. is that Jaden apparently has the power that only uses once to summon a magical horse that he then rides to meet. Oh, the that's only done with. once in the God, whole series. I yep. about that. <laughs> and, he oh. uses, uh, and he uses a different symbol to what I believe is the Japanese symbol for horse, unless he uses a different ho- Japanese symbol for horse. Um, that was quite funny. Uh, again, it reminded exact me of Mystic Force. I was like, oh, okay, cool. That makes if, more sense, though, Mystic Force, though. So, yeah. Like, if this was Sentai, it'd be like every stroke would be like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and then the whole thing would like light on fire and explode or something. <laughs> but this is just like this very placid, like someone's just drawing some vector <laughs> art on the screen, <laughs> like very mellowly doing a tutorial. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's, it's, it just, doesn't quite work mm, no. for me. It's a little off. It's not like the worst thing about it, but it is just no. like, eh. Yeah. Oh, and they have the the extremely cheap looking samurizers. Um, and like, I don't know if you know what the kind of Shinkenja changer looks like. It's called. It's very similar. It's called the Shodo phone, and it's like a same kind of flip phone thing. But you flip it out like you would a flip phone, and then you fold it like uh, horizontally. And as you do that, like a little kind of pen brush comes out of the top, which they use to kind of draw the symbol. And it looks really cool. Like, I gotta get that morpher. Yes. I gotta get that morpher. (laughs) (laughs) As I get older, like, I'm less interested in the Megazords and more interested in the morphers. How much does this cost? (laughs) What, a 13 year old Super Sentai toy? Uh, You might have to remortgage whatever you own. Unless they do like a Super Sentai Artisan uh, remake soon, but it's it's, it's pretty badass. Uh, I I believe they use it. Spoilers for Samurai. There's another Red Ranger, and she she has like this morpher for her first appearance, um, and it just looks another really cool. Another Red Ranger, thank God. Yeah, uh, she takes thank over for a little bit. Fucking God, that's the she's only a... thing that's gonna get me through. And she's a much better actor. <laughs> Yo, this pen shit is dope. It's, it's also so cool. $70. <laughs> for, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's a bit much, but for like an old Sentai Morpher, like I've seen like uh, original uh, Deck and Master uh, changes go for like $400. So, Yo, grab, uh, send me that you know. link. <laughs> <laughs> 
um but yeah so that's that 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 uh, that it's always annoying me about that because it was such a cool looking toy basically <laughs> and it would make sense of the yes. symbol painting ah that's so frustrating yeah um also the horse thing the horse thing felt especially stupid because one of the other characters also canonically rode a horse to the movie. Oh, yeah. Just don't see it. Um, and so that felt kind of funny to me because it was like, how is this supposed to be cool? One of the other rangers also has a horse. Yeah. And just owns it and didn't have to do magic. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, is it back at Master G? Is he looking after it? Is he giving it some nice hay and scooping up its shit? Uh, you know. <laughs> So the rangers all meet up, and and this scene is so awkward and cringe. This is when I knew that this was, in fact, really bad. Like, (laughs) up till this point, I was still holding out some shred of hope that this might work out somehow. But then the rangers meet up, and they're like, oh, are you the red ranger? Are you the red ranger? Oh, the red ranger, that's the coolest thing anyone could be. I can't wait for Mm. the red ranger to show up. (laughs) Kennedy, uh, understand that this is less cringy and less farcical than the version in Sinkendra, which goes on for about twice as long and has more misunderstandings. And as bad as this is, I'm glad they toned it down because it was fucking stupid in Sinkendra. God, I can't even imagine. Um, And then the Red Ranger shows up and he's on a horse. And he's just like, hey, I'm the Red Ranger. I'm cool as fuck, and I'm on Xanax. Here's your sword. <laughs> and he chucks them all like the shitty phones. He's like, oh, here's a new phone. <laughs> yeah, signals are all right here in Panorama City. Uh, it's Panorama. like when your manager gives you like a smartphone from four years ago and is like, this is your device for work. I've been there. Like, okay. <laughs> been there. Uh, Make it work. <laughs> the Ranger I'll play movies on this somehow. <laughs> comes shortly Sucks. after and is horrible. It is one of the too worst. long. This is too my long. least favorite transformation sequence of all time. I think so far. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Um, even like some of the other Operation Overdrive sequence. Even Was that them um, just like racing around the racetrack? No, I'm thinking of Go on, No, no, never mind. Even that was slightly better. I remember the the transformation sequence in Operation Overdrive was one of the only slightly likable things about the show, actually. Mm. The fact that they do burnouts on their arm and transform. (laughs) 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 Uh, This is just like weird and long and cringy. Yeah. Um, And they really, for some reason, we have to know that they have black tights on. Yeah. Underneath the suit. We just have to know that. Why? <laughs> oh, yes, I put my face mask on so my helmet can fit better. I, I don't know what's what's going on like, there. <laughs> you're making sweat away from your body? Okay, fine. It's cool, I guess. Whatever. This is like a Nike commercial now. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's weird. It, it just felt really unnecessary. And if it had been shorter, it wouldn't stand out so much. But no. the animation sequence is so long yeah and they sh- and they show everyone do it at one uh you know one at a time and it's mm-hmm. all the same transformation sequence but with a different actor 
and it's like oh that's a good way to waste you know two minutes of <laughs> two minutes of time per episode or whatever <laughs> the rangers fight the monsters the fight's okay it's not yeah it's not great it's not terrible the buster sword is kind of cool mm. i actually rangers like the buster sword i think buster the weapons sword. in general are pretty good cool. yeah uh, i quite like the uh, kind of zoe trope thing as well they do with the um, the stupid plastic discs, you know, kind of spinning it on the thing, and the the mirror reflects the animation, which I think is quite neat. But yeah, the, the bus sword's great. Also, I've always liked the um, water arrow thing, that water bow that uh, Kevin has. I think that's a great design. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. I think um, this made me kind of hopeful for the action that has a fan, right? That, I think she kind of got shafted. Yeah, well, like <laughs> she, she's like, well, I guess technically she's like. Uh, 10 heaven is her symbol but like his air in <laughs> air, air yeah. in in the west because it can't be anything religious um especially because uh, so yeah. like it's not like fan combat can't be cool no but that's they've not done it cool before doing. like she's just waving a fan and blowing wind around yeah like the, they all have their bit where they're kind of doing a really cool action sequence and all she's doing is sort of like waving it around a bit and they've tried to make it look cool by adding loads of pink strokes in <laughs> in post and it's like eh, i can just see her just going uh you know left and right a bit twirling a little bit it just doesn't look so cool <laughs> yeah but Sorry. some of the weapons were cool. Some of the some of the mm. stuff in this action part was kind of cool, kind of okay. Yeah. It just at this point you couldn't really save it, you know. Like <laughs> I was just cringing so hard from the scene of the Rangers meeting. Yeah. That, uh, you know, my soul was trying to escape my body, <laughs> and uh, it it was just hard to enjoy that. Also. The ground combat is okay. Mm. Once we get to Zord Town, oh God. it kind of goes further downhill. I don't first, remember any of it. It, <laughs> it turned into a blur. First of all, like there's way too much explanation about the Zords, but also yeah. simultaneously, again, the Rangers know everything, sort of. So it's just yeah. like, feels like explanation blatantly for the audience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Red Ranger is just like, you know, the mechanics of a Power Rangers show. You know. You know. <laughs> we go into the Zords. We morph. We, you know. The, the we, Zords we... form together. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I'm, I also realize this in the confusion of this being a so-called two-part episode that yeah. doesn't seem to be a two-parter. No. Uh, is that normally how they justify the two-parter even if it's a very thin plot is that you don't see the megazord until episode two no and that's you know that might be the very thin thread that holds it together but this is generally what the power rangers does when they want to insist on dragging out the intro mm. but no we see the megazord it is not clear why episode two is considered a part two to this. Oh, we don't see the Megazord in part one. It's it's we see the Megazord. We, no, we don't. There's, there's there's no continuation of like the immediate monster. There's there, no, there, like, there's no Megazord in part one. What we don't we don't see it. No, we just we just see them fighting in their oh, okay, individual zords. In individual zords. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. They do hold off the Megazord. Yeah. But, but you're still, still like, you're still right though because there is no other thread between the two episodes. So, yeah, uh, yeah. even that, like they, they, yeah, they don't. The, the thread here is very weak between the two episodes. <laughs> the thread here is let me much. sell you 
why Red Ranger is good. <laughs> let me let me tell to you why this Red Ranger is the best Red Ranger you've <laughs> ever seen. He's better than Tommy. Wow. Uh. <laughs> and we know it's true because they said it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's so heroic. He always leaps into into battle. Yeah. With his mega mode. Oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, so this is the first yeah. mega mode. I'm not making that up. I'm, I'm 99% sure this is the first mega mode in all of Power Rangers. Uh, <laughs> like where they have an extra transformation to control their Megazords, which is like a staple now of like Neo Saban and Hasbro era, which is weird way to describe it but as i guess it's, it's an easy shorthand <laughs> yeah this is what i was forgetting is they don't show us the megazord they just go in the yeah. mega mode mega mode where they mega get like some where, where they get like american football armor kind of applied to their shoulders and uh their helmets i like it yeah you it like it cool oh man I'm, I'm not a fan I, I really like the simple designs of the shinkenja shoots suits so like i wasn't sure but then again like yeah i'm not vibing used... with the suits it's a little too plasticky, but I think yeah. like you know, if you if you gave it like the best of chances, yeah, I think it looks great. Actually, what I do really like is how they take the symbols on the helmets and kind of exp expand them beyond kind of the border. They kind of like enlarge it a bit. Not a big fan of them adding the kind of the lips, but you know, whatever. The, the, <laughs> that was that was their their um uh, their decision, I believe. You Unless you've looked at the crystal plastic lips, you got to have the crystal plastic lips. Um, I believe I could be wrong about this. I'm fairly certain that the company that designed and made these extra bits were also the ones that designed and did the original Power Ranger movie suits and the Titanium Ranger from Lightspeed Rescue. I'm fairly certain I read that somewhere. Um, so at least there's some consistency <laughs> when they come to like extra designs for Power Rangers. I guess I think it looks good on other colors. Uh, I think red makes yeah. it look a little bit too much like a sports type deal. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas blue, I think, kind of looks a little bit more royal. Um, True. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen they get they get like an extra like a uh, samurai ancestor mode they get in season two, which just looks absolutely wild. Where like most of them get like an extra like uh, like samurai armor thing that that looks kind of wild and cool um <laughs> but it's like again that like starts the uh thing of like in the second season they need an extra mega mode like a mega mega mode that they need to use super well, mega ultra mode exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> the stupidest <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's to sell extra toys i don't care I, I quite like the sword design for the um uh, uh the mega mode um, and it seems to have like some kind of pool thing on the bottom, which I don't think they ever use, but uh, like it's an interesting design. It's weird that they decide to change it from like the, like they could just use the normal sword. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Basically, all that happens after they defeat the monster is they go back to the Sheba house and the Rangers are like, yeah, the Red Ranger is great. And <sighs> they talk about that some more. Um, yeah. Part two <laughs> um, starts with. Uh, G kind of like doing some mentorship with the Rangers, which I was curious about in part one. Like, is that going to be the way this goes or not? But apparently it is, at least for now. And uh, he's showing them how to like paint these symbols that do magic, which again would make more sense if they had the correct morpher instead <laughs> of whatever they have. Um, and so they're all doing that. But, um, 
the Green Ranger, Mike, is unable to get his power to work. Nice. And it was around this time, by the way, that we started to notice that all of these Rangers look like they're pushing 40. Yeah. yeah they're, they're a little bit old. Yeah, Mike weirdly looks older than, yeah. I think they are all like, supposed to be in like mid-20s, but like the actual actors, but Mike and Jaden all... They look weirdly older than they should be. <laughs> uh, yeah, they just don't sell to me that they're supposed to be no. young adults, but they're acting like young adults. Yeah. And yeah. it's the script's fault, ultimately. Mm, absolutely. Uh, but even like the, the per, whoever did like wardrobe did not help them at all either. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, yeah, it was very jarring when I started to notice because again, they're acting like 19 year olds, mm. basically like they're, they're very carefree. They don't seem to have much responsibility. They, they don't pay rent. Really adults. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but then you look at them and it's like, these people like have to be like at least like 28. Some of them like, <laughs> yeah. in particular looks so much older and like i would be fine with especially because i mean i'm 31 and i watch the power rangers give me a season where there's like 30 year old power rangers i'm fine <laughs> with it but don't lie to me <laughs> you'll just have the bad the bad girl lady being like a little old to be a power ranger <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Man, that, that does seem like a Saban era line, too. It, it was a Disney era line, anyways. <laughs> it was what oh, yeah. ladies, it was what the lady said to Tommy in uh, Dino Thunder. It's like little old You're right. Ranger. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Doesn't it say something stupid like. Uh, I try to forget um, that season. Oh, I kind of like it. had its charms, I think, but yeah, it was, it was very yeah. stupid. Um, <laughs> it was dumb. Like, uh, he's being a, uh, you know, G's like having a go at him. Oh, you know, you need to learn the thing is a stroke and he's like oh yeah i guess i should, I should practice more uh and um some of the nuance they've lost from shinkenja again there's not much shinkenja but there is some but the mike character shinken green he's like he's very skeptical he doesn't like that everyone's like swearing fealty to their lord uh takeru that shinken red and he's like i don't care about the simple stuff look i can fight it's fine whatever and like the arc of this episode is like trying to get shinken green to like respect the red ranger a bit uh, whereas in this one mike is just like yeah i guess i suck a bit i'll do better <laughs> because it's you, yeah. no like you i don't even think there's think... any lesson that's learned in this episode on the power no. ranger side no yeah we, it, we it, it's even less than that in some ways it's more he's just like he's just like maybe i'll eat lunch and see what happens i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna go smoke a joint um, <laughs> i can relate i can relate yeah yeah like <laughs> It's really funny because you you really think, oh, this is going to be an episode where the Green Ranger learns a lesson or something. Nope, yep. wrong. Nope. This setup scene doesn't set up to anything. It's just a meaningless scene. Fuck you. Yep. That's how this entire episode is. <laughs> this um, is the entire series. Is. <laughs> uh, next scene. This was like, this was when I thought, see, this is, you were trying to get me to like, give Master Xandrid a little respect before, but in part one, he just seemed whack. This was the only <laughs> time he seemed cool in all of this, was when he was sitting, drinking his sake on the dock, like, just looking like, he's just like a fucking made man. <laughs> just sitting there, just like a baller, you know? 
And he's like, ah, my medicine. Slurp, slurp, slurp. Chug <laughs> it down, sake. Like, yeah, homie. All medicinal. <laughs> uh, and, he keeps, and he keeps quoting Rita Repulsa by being like, oh, yes, and that that guitar is giving me a headache. And it's like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and it's pro- probably why, I mean, she shouldn't really be playing the, the theme tune for his enemies on her shamisen, but, you know, needs must. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Um, the rest of the villains, again, relatively forgettable in all these moments. Uh, yeah. One of them says, ooh, ah, ooh, a lot. Yeah. It's like, okay, I guess that's a catchphrase if you say it enough times. <laughs> he's, he's a guy with a squid head, and they call him Octoroo, and I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have, like, an octopus sword later, and they call it Squid Sword. <sighs> <laughs> Very weird. Um. But uh, Xandrid calls out uh, Scorpionic, who has a lot of the zinger lines that Grav was mentioning earlier. Yep. So, kind of fun villain of the week. Makes the episode slightly watchable. These are not going to be zeros when we get to the end, and it's because <laughs> of people like Scorpionic. Yeah. Like, making, saving things a tiny bit. Also, the um, fact that we were riffing for, like, half the episode while we were watching it. Yeah, I'm even. I, I'm just making up what happened. I don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> the we we go back to the Rangers for a bit, and they're kind of trying to bond, but it's just like awkward, bizarre shit. It's like it ends up being about Yellow Ranger, but yeah, I was like, yeah. didn't we start this episode about Green Ranger? Yeah. Somehow Yellow Ranger ends up in trouble slightly by the end of all this or something, but it's yeah. not really clear why, except that maybe she was not at a place at a time. Yeah. You know? It's, like, it's, she was late for something, and that was... It, yeah. <laughs> It's revealed that basically she's taken over from her older sister, who should have been the the Power Ranger. So I guess she's late to her training or something. Um, as that's why she's practicing in the park publicly with like a wooden sword, and no one seems to have called the police on her. Um, Both outfit and age-wise, <laughs> when they find her in the park, she just looks like she's on her way to a PTA meeting. <laughs> like, yeah. she does not look like the sort of like again like 19 to 21 year old like power ranger mm. adult carefree power ranger that they're kind of presenting her as in any way none of this sells also for some reason bulk is back yeah oh I god did we have to I'm mention saying that this? uh you have to mention it because i have some things to say <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, I have deep truth or lore about mm, this. Uh, Rob, you don't necessarily know this already, but sure. I have a long-standing theory that I feel is only further confirmed all the time that Bulk is a rich fail son. He is like a Elon Musk, uh, except even less notable, you know, but he was just born to like apartheid heirs or something like that. Uh, and... S- Unfortunately, this uh, this series might yeah. kind of disprove that uh, because Bulk is often shown to be completely broke. Uh, they're basically living in a garage, uh, <laughs> someone's garage, the both of him, him and Spike, who is Skull's son, apparently. Um, <laughs> and, Bulk uh, always has 
he, bulk is one of these rich people that pretends mm. to not have money that's like really tight with money because here's the thing bulk always plays that game of like act broke this, stay rich mindset <laughs> you wouldn't I understand i don't have money for everything. <laughs> but then suddenly he'll be like oh we're flying off um, to go to a exclusive training with a samurai master <laughs> around the world, like that's suspicious behavior. Uh, so <laughs> here, here, here's the twist: Bulk isn't the rich fell son; it's Skull. In the finale to Power Ranger Samurai, it turns out that Skull is like a rich guy. And um, he like picks up Spike and Bulk in his like limo, and he's like supposed to be mega rich. So basically, I think your theory has to be modified to Skull basically just gave him all this money <laughs> to uh, do all this shit, but not enough money to properly feed his son at Christmas time, as you might as you'll find out in the Christmas special. <laughs> is, it of the season. is it because Actually, I have a question? I have one question. We had a theory about Skull's family having money. That actually makes a lot of sense anyway, though. Hold on. You yep. go first, Rav. <laughs> I was going to ask, is Skull a rich fail son through being like a Gusano? Like a traitor to the revolution? Uh, yeah, possibly, exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah he is, yeah. He wears that like, he wears that like old Russian military uniform to prom. His parents were like, uh, they were Saurists. Oil, oil baron yeah. Saurists or something yeah. who were basically thrown out of the USSR after the revolution <laughs> and then and then came to America to tell people how bad the USSR was and spread propaganda and got jobs with the State Department doing that and were able to slowly recoup their fortune for the most part. That's, and Skull is like yep. Skull is like uh, one of those writers that's like my family was under communist rule. Yeah. They could <laughs> My dad had to eat one loaf of bread for two weeks. That yeah. was all he had to survive and drink his own piss. <laughs> the USSR. You know, my, my dad owned this like really successful oil business, and when the communists came in, they took it away from him. Do you really like the communists now? <laughs> like, oh, there's a reason for that, man. Demanded he live on a small five-acre farm and own it outright. <laughs> Unreasonable. Unreasonable. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, that's always been my weird problem with samurais. And to, I, I believe, like, listen, the story in this show is not good, but. I, I feel like kind of they they must have brought in like Skull like oh we can have this quick cameo of him oh I guess his dad's rich or whatever and that was always and never was the plan so they didn't know that perhaps Bulk should have been paying or, or Skull should have been making sure that Spike ate properly and not you know left hungry after just having a single bus fare <laughs> to um, uh, pan <laughs> Panorama City. I guess uh, Bulk must have called in a favor to the Galaxy Rangers to get out of yeah. the. The colony and back to Earth. Must have missed oh. Skull too much. Guilt. So yeah. this makes even more sense of my theory, though, that Bulk must have a sister we've never seen that Skull married. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because well, <laughs> they don't call him, like, uncle, like, my favorite nephew. And, yeah. like, so specifically, I or suppose. brother. I mean, yeah. Skull yeah. did give off kind of a vibe. True. Yeah, yeah. A sibling. Bulk has a sibling yeah, that's skull sibling. married, yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah, so for some reason, Skull is, or sorry, Bulk is back. He yeah. looks like a thumb. He yeah. looks old. And, and it's so obvious that they added all this stuff quite later, quite a bit later. Like, there isn't some interaction with the Power Rangers and Bulk and Spike, but I believe it's mostly in the second season. Uh, <laughs> and I think they'd wrapped up season one and were like, shit, we need some, like, terrible co- comic relief that might amuse one three-year-old. Ah. I hope he negotiated a great contract. Oh, God, back. me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get hope, that, get I that money, man. I got fucking paid. I hope he got the bag. For Paul real. should have been laughing to the bank, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it did feel like that. This is a lot like Hon- honestly, Hulk and Skull are like private detectives and never <laughs> interact with the Power Rangers. They have like really weird side plots all the time that are just derailing your enjoyment yeah. of the episode. It would honestly be hilarious to me if Skull was actually with Kimberly. Oh, that would be a twist. Because of that one episode with the love tonic or whatever. That would have been hilarious. Kimberly came from a broken household. Maybe Bulk was like her half-brother. Wow. That would be interesting. Okay. (laughs) So, who's the fastest to get to AO3 and make this a uh, kind of a fan fiction? That's uh... <laughs> this is what we do here on the Truth yep. Club. We theorize <laughs> <laughs> the deep lore. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I, I, that was I, I believe at the time. Like, um, was I watching? No, I wasn't really paying attention to the Power Rangers fandom at the time. But I did hear like apparently there was huge debates about how Bulk got back from the colony. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm interested in that. Yeah, honestly, why didn't they just address it in some way? It would have been a fun thing. Yeah. You know, like, Saban, that's one of your seasons. It's even (laughs) an okay season. Like, Lost Galaxy starts off pretty rough, but eventually Mm. it finds its legs, and it's all right. Yeah. You know, a little throwback to Lost Galaxy would be cool. No, never mind. Um, (laughs) Bulk of Water Captor Spike, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> it's mostly forgettable. Uh, but yeah, he's got his it, nephew. It just feels divorced from everything. It was just yeah. like, here you go, piggies. Yeah. Here's your slop. You wanted Power Rangers back? <laughs> here you go. Fuck you. We got your theme tune. We got Go Go Samurai. And we got Bulk. Uh, there, is no, there is no Bulk equivalent in Shinkenja, at least. They've just <laughs> wholesale added them in. Uh, nothing related. No comic relief of that way <laughs> in Shinkenja. So I guess there's your original part of the Power Rangers season. <laughs> Great. <laughs> thanks yay um, yay so the rangers like you know they get back together they can't find uh emily the yellow ranger mm. they wander around they find her in the park like we said mm-hmm. she's her sister was supposed to be the yellow ranger she's nervous about being a ranger whatever um it's mostly forgettable and yep. there's a lot of just kind of casual misogyny yeah a uh, lot of scenes Especially I mean, because, again, it starts with Mike being a fuck-up. Yeah. And then that's just kind of forgiven for the most part. Like, ah, boys will be boys, yeah. am I right, fellas? <laughs> and then, but on the other hand, Emily being missing for 15 minutes because she's having an emotional crisis about whether or not she's qualified to be a Power Ranger is like, damn, 
women get it together like yeah. the, the 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 men are not good <laughs> to the women at all on mm. this team already and then everyone's talking about what they gave up to be a power ranger and mia i can't remember she said something maybe about being a teacher but also that she wants to find her prince charming and i was like oh what i think girls want more than just a you know <laughs> Have a prince charming, and again, yeah. that is not, that, that is not in Shinkendra. They didn't. They added that for Mia's character in the Power Rangers. That's and cool. Also, what was the first thing we saw Mia doing, oh, is working with children. It's like, oh, you've definitely this character is a one note. Yeah, I would like to have a baby woman, a person that doesn't Christ. really exist in real life for the most part. Yeah, it's just a made up fiction in the minds of people like Haim Saban, <laughs> who has a problem with women, as we oh, yeah. discuss so often on this show is, wait wait is she not abby shapiro <laughs> i'm confused even abby shapiro <laughs> wanted to have a youtube channel yeah. <laughs> just make me she definitely it. does give I off like i have a gardening vlogger, and now no. it's almost acceptable um <laughs> she's like one of those trad wife tiktokers who's like Oh, you know, for my husband in the morning, I, uh, you know, make his tea and I get him a bottle of water and uh, I lay out his clothes and then I put on uh, the TV with uh, Christian music and then I gently wake him up so that he's ready for his day. And it's like, cool. <laughs> Neat. Uh, so this is when they get into a, a fight, right? They get into a fight with some some, some of the, the Nylock bad guys. Yeah, they, so the, the Rangers fight some bad guys. Mm-hmm. You know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um it's less good than episode one the fighting yep. so and uh yeah Emily it was kind of and... one cool thing about the horde fights i don't think this one was as big of a horde fight mm. but the cool thing about the horde fights is that they treat it kind of like kingdom hearts 2 <laughs> before you get to sephiroth so, like, you're just clearing out like dynasty warrior style minions <laughs> and it's pretty dope with like, and then because the Rangers all have different weapons, it works. Mm. However, you know, that's also discounting the fact that anytime a voice line is said or any sort of like out of that suit acting is involved, it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so in this fight, kind of, there's a pivotal moment when uh, Emily uses her boomerang thing. A kind of Yuffie giant shuriken to uh, kind of uh, fight some of the mooks, and it nearly hits Jaden. Uh, he dodges, but he's like interrupted, and that allows the monster to make her. Uh, he does equips the line. I can't remember what the line is, but then he smashes Jaden into the wall, um, and uh, he's about to give him a big old hissats, big old finishing move with his tail. And all the rangers are like, "No, we must protect protect Jaden." And they, she puts her hands up because she's upset that she, you know nearly hit him with her sword and she just get completely wrecked by <laughs> this what was his name scorpionock or something or that's, that's that's a transformer uh <laughs> whatever his name was scorpionic scorpionic that's it yeah and and they have this whole thing of oh if we don't stand up you know if we don't get into the fight this will be the end of us and again this is taken from shinkenja but one difference uh in shinkenja uh, the red ranger is like ugh, yellow ranger you know 
if you can't be helpful to me, then you're useless. Just stay there dead and goes off to save this child. And it's like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Um, Because they're having this big thing about like, do they trust uh, Takeru Shiba to be their, to be their Lord, their Dono-sama. And uh, like the Blue Ranger is basically sucking his cock the entire time. Like, oh, oh, Lord Takeru, I love you so much. I swear fealty to you all all times. And and, and, uh, the Yellow Ranger is as well. Whereas the Green Ranger is like, fuck Takeru. And the Pink Ranger is like, ah. Um, So this moment, like even the Blue Ranger is like, oi, mate, fuck off. We'll need to look after our yellow lady. Um, whereas in Power Ranger Samurai, we're like, he's like, Mia, look after the yellow lady. I need to save that little girl. And then it's a lot more, uh, you know, affable Jaden compared to uh, kind of loner Takaru. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a slightly weird dichotomy because that's kind of the whole point of the episode. And they're following it so closely. And, you know, they're just having Mike just seem like a bit of a stubborn fuck up when, like, the reason he's where he is is because he's like, not gelling with the rest of the team or whatever and it's just it's it not portrayed work. that way like <laughs> no. the, your description yeah. of it is far deeper than its portrayal exactly right yeah. yeah yeah so the monster gets big which the rangers are again overly self-aware about they know mm. they're like hey stop where you're going where are you guys going <laughs> you know it's going to get big again and then it gets big again and i'm like yeah. oh <laughs> um, well, okay. to be honest, to be honest, it's weird when every time the guy gets big, the Power Rangers are normally surprised. So at least this time, they kind of <laughs> they they know the drill this time. <laughs> the the Rangers get in their Zords and they form this weird stack, and then <laughs> like I was like, this is a ten. <laughs> they like fall down. Yeah. And then the red ranger shows up and he's like, Aren't you forgetting something? <laughs> and and the rangers are like, Oh yeah, we forgot. We took too much fuck too many fucking whippets before the start of this fight. And our brains are fried right now and we could barely remember what's happening. Uh I have no other explanation. <laughs> it's it's really dumb and the shape they're doing is because you know mike had some kebabs earlier in the episode like we didn't mention it but mike stopped for like some kebabs early in the episode yeah and in shinkenja uh shinken green got like some dango which is like some kind of like uh mochi kind of rice treat and they come in shapes of square circle and triangle stacked uh and so they make a joke about oh wasn't i eat one of these earlier so it's supposed to be a direct reference to a previous part of the episode which does not make sense and it's not even referenced in power ranger samurai or they still have the same like uh hey guys um i'm the red ranger don't you want me to be part of this uh this Megazord stack. And he's just flying around in his lion, because I guess that's what lions do, fly around. And the uh, monster just waits for them to do Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the monster's just standing there like a video game character, just idling, like, <laughs> kind of, like, moving back and forth, popping a little, and he's just, like, waiting for you. It's like, it's like when you're in the practice stage, you know, it's, it's funny. It's just standing yeah. there waiting for you to punch them. Yeah. Kind of waiting for Sailor Moon to transform. You turn for me 
to be incredibly funny in that moment. <laughs> no, I, 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 I did laugh uh, both times. Uh, <laughs> it, I, I thought it was funny in Samurai, uh, especially like the "Hey guys, I'm not not in it." I, th- I, to be honest, I don't like the sword designs. I like them when they're they're weird origami, not the origami, then they're weird like circled and square shapes. But when they turn into the origami creatures, they just look like shit. But I do think the Megazord is quite a cool design. Like maybe that's just me, but I think it looks. It looks neat. Like I, f- I feel like the problem with modern Megazords is that they're so gimmicky with, um, like all the extra bits they want to have and add and release. Um, so it's nice to have some kind of like a coherent thing that just looks like it's a robot and not a robot that's supposed to be a toy. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, Megazord. Hmm. Okay. I agree. It's pretty yeah. decent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Honestly, weirdly, for like considering, I uh, mean, you know, I've watched so many Power Rangers that I don't think Mighty Morphing is the best anymore, but. I still think that original Megazord is like the best design. Like it's still pretty good. Iconic, yeah, it's it? really yeah. good. <laughs> uh, I think maybe Lightspeed Rescue might have a better Megazord Ooh. design. Yeah, the Lightspeed Rescue ones are good though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That a cooler aesthetic with kind of the um. And I, I like the train sword, even though it is quite daft. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> it's and huge. Good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so big. <laughs> Uh, what if we made the Megazord bigger? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Godzilla throughout the years, nah. but it's Megazord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Rangers beat the monsters with their Megazord, and then they go back to Sheba House, and Emily's like, "Did I do good?" And Jade's like, "You did good." <laughs> Don't. <laughs> yes, adult woman, you did good. <laughs> and then Mike is like, "Oh, I've learned a new." <laughs> I've learned oh yeah, and symbol. then Mike, Mike's like, I've learned, I, I've been practicing my magic. Look at this, I've <laughs> learned a new symbol, and he's like, it's the symbol for fun. And a bunch <laughs> of confetti comes down, and some like generic e- EDM or dance music or something. Yeah, like yeah, just like some kind of very generic club music type <laughs> shit. Club comes on, and he just starts dancing. He's actually a okay dancer for the record, yep. but nothing could save that scene. Not even no. actually being good at dancing. Um, <laughs> and you know, Master G is going to be the one that has to clean up all that confetti on the uh, the sparring mats <laughs> in their in their dojo. I guess they live in. <laughs> Yeah, and so, again, the, this episode is just like, first of all, what did this have to do with episode one? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. Nope. Second, this episode is just like, haha, look at how Mike is a wacky guy. Emily, get the fucking line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck, Emily. I don't want to say. I don't want to hear one word out of you, Mike. So cool. He's looking. He's fucking raiding the kitchen right now. Oh, Master G's gonna be upset. This is crazy. Emily, shut up. We weren't talking to you. Like that's the vibe of this fucking episode. Yeah. What the hell did I watch? Is all I could say by the end of part two. Get ready for the women be shopping episode. Um, that oh, no. will fuck you up further. Um, I see. Hands. I see. Grav is like <laughs> rubbing his hands in anticipation for it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of, oh yeah. It, I God, when I first watched it, I was so like, "What the fuck?" I I, I nearly tried to get some of my like. Uh, I was going to try and make a video of it interspersed with people reacting to kind of the weird shopping scene of the Power Ranger women be shopping, and it was so weird. 
but I can't remember it. I'm glad I can't remember it. So good luck. Good luck watching that. I'm giving you a good thumbs up for uh, <laughs> for, for luck. <laughs> so part one is like a four out of ten. It's just not good. It's so cringe. I hate the Red Ranger. A lot of the effects are poor. Again, like I mentioned, the HD thing. Overall, like HD is like a a slight point in the favor of like some things look nicer in HD for sure, and like it is nice to watch a season that's in HD. But like the fact that they just don't seem to be aware of how cheap some of the shit looks under that harsher lens of a higher definition camera is just like it makes so many things look goofy. Everything about this is fucking cringe. And the only reason it gets some points is because some of the fight scenes are kind of cool. And sometimes it's kind of funny. Not always on purpose. (laughs) Part 2 is a 3. Because it's just generally worse than part 1. In every possible way. It's maybe even a 2. It's a 2, actually. I'm I'm changing. The more I've talked about part (laughs) 2, part 2 is a 2. This is terrible. Terrible television. And just the fact that it even claims to be a part two, I find offensive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I'm going to agree with Kennedy here on the scores and the ratings. And I'm going to add a a bit more of a gamer rant. And my gamer rant of the day is is basically going to be that this represents sort of the HD remasters that was happening around its time in the late 360 slash PS3 era, where you had like games that they were like, oh, dude, remastered for 720p and 1080p and what better graphics. We have higher quality textures and all that stuff. And then you play the game and you realize, man, it really doesn't like feel the same, right? And, and it's happened a bunch throughout the 360 and PS3 era. There is certain qualities of those remasters that I really like that happened around that time. Um, Namely, like in this particular episode, I actually did like the Zord scenes that they use CGI on. And I think it did benefit from the upgrade to the HD era because there's a fact that's buried deep within the CGI mindset of television at the time, which is the generational jump from the PS2, Xbox era to the Xbox 360 and PS3 era. And a lot of the 3D graphics for the PS2 and Xbox era fucking suck. (laughs) Like, going back to those games and GameCube 2, like, the lack of, like, color overall, because that was when, like, games kind of started being like, I need to be gritty, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) That CGI, those graphics back in those days really did, like, I don't think stand to the test of time as well as uh, people would have you believe. They don't have that sort of charm. And that was a lot of like the Disney era for Power Rangers for me. So that kind of like enhanced certain scenes in my eyes. Um, But uh, yeah, outside of the couple of times that I might have laughed throughout Power Rangers Samurai, I really didn't enjoy what I was watching. It is better than Kamen Rider Dragonite intro. I'll give it that. (laughs) Fez, what do you think? What do I think? Uh... I've I've had to watch these two episodes twice now, so that's uh, already a downside to to it. But uh, no, I think I'm I'm going to go with Kennedy and a two for both of them for me. And like I don't want to compare it to Sin Kendra because that's a problem 
across the board where people were like, oh, yes, let's compare it to the Super Sentai. It's like it's not Super Sentai. Like it's its own thing. Um, that's why RPM and Goonja are good in their own way. Um, but, uh, you know, it's these are just so badly acted, so lazily constructed. Uh, the production design is just boring. Like, uh, there's just nothing interesting about these episodes that I find. It's just like they've done the bare minimum <laughs> to, to make them. Uh, and even after many years and coming back to it and being a bit more mature about stuff, like still bad, it's still not good. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm even more mad that there's still a, a white, a white guy who's the head of the legendary Power Ranger Samurai Clan, and it's, you know, it, it, it's weird. So yeah, twos across the board for me. Some good action bits, but just the rest of it is just horrible acting and bad production design and just poor copying of something a bit better which is you know and like shinkenja has its faults like it's a bit nationalist because samurai stuff can can be and that's a conversation for another time but like it's a bit more fun and a bit more nuanced for the characters and there are actual characters in it not just oh mike is a boy and oh me as a girl you know there's a bit more to the characters than that but still like yeah Twos for both of them. Kind of like the Megazord design. Kind of like the suit design. But, yeah. It's... Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I don't want to watch any more of it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to subject you uh, to this again. Uh, I, I could have said no. <laughs> I will get you back on for a better, a better season. So, um, basically any other season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, it, you think it's, fine, it's just yeah. worse than Megaforce? Oh, Super Megaforce, uh, I kind of liked some bits just because I'm a big Gokaija fan, but Super Megaforce is quite bad. I don't know. At least <laughs> Megaforce had some slightly better bits, let's just say that, like, you know, but also some equally as bad bits. And Jaden reappears in one episode just to remind you how bad he is. So, uh, no. yeah. Great. Yeah. I look forward Yay. to the future of this show. I do apologize. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Thez, what have you got going on? What can we check out online? Oh, crikey. Uh, a, a few things. Uh, I, I do want to plug my magazine, which is my kind of main job. I, I work for the Magpie, which is the uh, official Raspberry Pi magazine. Uh, you know, I promote the Raspberry Pi computer and Raspberry Pi Foundation's kind of computer science stuff, educational stuff. I think it's pretty important and it's cool and, you know, it's something I would have liked to have had as a kid. So go check out kind of what the Raspberry Pi Foundation is doing and, you know, to improve education for computing and check out my magazine because we do fun stuff, uh, you know, related to Raspberry Pi. So if you've got one gathering dust somewhere, I can help you make something cool with it. Otherwise, uh, I also have like a Toku podcast, which we haven't done an episode for in a while, called um, uh, Take Me Back to My Virtual Reality, where we go episode by episode of VR Troopers um, to, uh, and that's bad. That's a quite a bad show, but it's <laughs> fun in a way. Um, I haven't done an episode in a while, but it's on Twitter uh, at uh, my VR podcast. So go have a look at that. Uh, I also, I know, I know a hedgehog. I know a hedgehog that likes to stream sometimes racing games called Captain Hurricane. Uh, look him up on Twitter. He's a, he's a good cool guy. Uh, I like him. Little animated hedgehog might sound a bit like me, you know. It's uh, it is it's just a, just a coincidence. 
Uh, and I think that's it for him. You can follow me on Twitter if you'd like at Rob Thez, which is R O B T H E Z. Sorry, that's a lot of things to tell you all at once, but those are, I have many things going on in my life. So <laughs> just thought I'd tell you that. So yeah, Rob Thez is how you follow me on Twitter and pretty much every other social media site. Uh, but yes, thank you so much for having me on the show. I've, uh, been, you know, looking forward, I was looking forward to talking about this also from a slightly leftist lens, lens as well, which are not all tokusats gets to be talked about that way. So yeah. <laughs> I just find it hilarious that, like, for two episodes of largely watching people ape 90s Power Rangers, <laughs> uh, that we've somehow was able to, like, just riff over that, which is far more interesting stuff, um, <laughs> <laughs> ultimately. Uh, but this uh, is definitely a case where I'm going to say, uh, listen to our show, don't watch Power yeah, Rangers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, uh... Let us fall on the grenade this time. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not even easy to get off the, now they've taken off Netflix. Uh, I mean, it's not hard to get if you really know where to look for, if you want to sail the high seas. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, you know, my condolences to you having to watch the entire series to give it a, a review in the end. Um, please, you know, look after yourselves, pace it out, uh, make sure to reward well, yourself with something watch nicer it all before next week. God. <laughs> right. Uh, so book a therapist. Uh, we get. Occasionally we do just give up on something. Who knows? It's 40 episodes. It's, tw- it's 40 episodes. Christ. I mean, that's Super Samurai included, right? Yep. 20, 20 of each because of Nickelodeon. We're just getting through. We're just getting through uh, yeah. We're just doing Samurai. Oh, okay. That's a set. And then Super Samurai. That's a set. There's okay. some in between time. Yeah. Okay. That, that's good. You, you need that break just to kind of be like, whew. And maybe watch something better. Like, I don't know, anything. Uh, you know, I mean, it's weird. Like, I know this is a show for kids, but kids aren't this dumb they you know the, we remember the cool <laughs> things from when we were kids like we remember batman being cool and interesting the animated series uh and you know i don't think any kid is going to be you know in 10 years be like wow you know when i was growing up i really loved power rangers samurai because it's so forgettable and boring <laughs> they're gonna be impressed by this are like pre-verbal toddlers (laughs) no this i i'm fully prepared for this to be a simpsons era of the show where we're like well season 18 is better than season 10 (laughs) oh yeah no absolutely yeah you'll get to dino charge be like yeah that's pretty cool Uh... (laughs) rangers thank you so much for listening if you liked what you heard please make sure to rate our podcast five stars on itunes and stitcher Subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to them. And as always, you can find Kennedy and I on Twitter. I am at Gravcast, and Kennedy is at Kennedy T. Cooper. Stay safe, Rangers, and may the power protect you. <laughs>